Welcome to the Native Diamond Podcast. Oh shit! What you waiting for? What's fucking good, everyone? Seth Mc here with another episode of Native Diamond Podcast. If you're listening to this, I really do appreciate you tuning in. As always, it really does mean a lot to me. Every time you come back week after week after week, it just gives me more of a push to just keep putting out content, even though I'm probably going to still do it anyways, regardless. Here recently, I've been reflecting on things really aren't as bad as they seem and trying to find the silver lining in everything. That's just something I kind of taken away from my my dad, even though we don't have the strongest relationship. I feel like he always had like a silver lining and always kind of saw the positive side of things. And that's just who I'm trying to be as an adult. I just turned 30, so I'm fucking old now, I guess, or young, depending on who's listening. But I mean, I don't want to be that grumpy old guy, so (laughs) I'm just trying my best to stay away from being that negative type of dude and just really just trying to see the positivity and the bright side of every situation. Things could always be worse. Um, There's a lot of homelessness right now in Charlotte. They're living in tents. The weather hasn't been exactly nice lately. It's been cold. It's been rainy. I don't know. I just feel bad. If you have a roof over your head, if you have a way of transportation, we should be kind of more thankful. Things could be a lot worse for us right now and with COVID going on. But anyway, I just wanted people to kind of be aware that, you know, things aren't ever as bad as you seem. Anyway, I have a surprise for you because I got to talk with Joey Varela of Varsity, the vocalist. He's a very straight up dude, very down to earth. One of the realest people I've ever encountered. I'm putting a lot of stock into Varsity. Okay, I think that they're gonna be huge. It's just a matter of time. They're blowing up all over SiriusXM on Octane and everyone is gonna fucking know who they are by the end of this year, I swear. Okay, Cloud City EP is out right now, super sick. I'm not gonna waste any more time. Here's my conversation with Joey Varela of Varsity. Let's get it. Get it. Get it. dudes seth mc here this is native diamond podcast thank you for turning in as always and today we're gonna have some fun because i'm hanging out with joey varela the vocalist of varsity r&b infused post-hardcore based in new york city what's up dude what up what up what up what up <laughs> r&b core post-hardcore what up? <laughs> actually <laughs> i was going off of the um the spotify bio i was just regurgitating whatever it said there I mean, that's that's what I would do. Sounds smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everyone is obsessed with labels, but, you know, a band is a band, you know, at the end of the yeah. day. Yeah, 100%. I agree with that. <laughs> well, anyway, 
If you've never seen the show before, anyone listening, I start off with about 21 or so icebreaker questions. They're either or style questions. Just say the first thing that comes to mind, or you can always pass. You don't have to answer any of these. So let's go. All right. We'll kick it off with the first one captives or slaves? Captives. Sick. Um, Have you been listening to them recently? Yeah, I actually have. Like, I, I also listen to Slaves, but Captives is, like, super good, man. Like, I just, I, I can't say I've always been into them. I, I think I just recently got into them, maybe, like, a month or something. Like, maybe, mm-hmm. like, a month or so ago, but they're, like, super good, man. Hell, yeah. I did a podcast episode with those guys. They're really fucking cool. Oh, sick. All right, uh, next question. Meat eater or vegetarian? Uh, meat eater. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I've tried being vegetarian so many times and I just, I can't stick to it. I suck. <laughs> so bad at it. What, uh, what's like your guilty pleasure? I, I'm actually ashamed to say this now that you put me on the spot, but I'm going to oh. say it anyway. I can't turn down buffalo wings for the life of me. Oh, like, dude, that was my <laughs> shit. Yeah, I mean, uh, before I turned vegetarian, I always succumbed to the chicken wings. Dude, I can't help it. I've tried it so many times and like, it'll go good for about like a week. And then someone who, like, I have friends, like, who, like, you know, come over and I, I also, like, engineer music. So, like, I'll have, like, a band be like, oh, you know, whatever, we're going to do some mm-hmm. music. I'll, I'll smell something that they have that they want to eat <laughs> at lunch and it's over. It just completely destroys me. Hell, yeah. So no, totally- I, I, I mean, I totally understand, dude, because I was there before um, I made the switch. And it was, it was like football. Every time we went to a bar, football's on. I wanted fucking chicken wings for some reason. So. Yeah, dude, it, it's hard to stop. I, uh, eventually, I'm probably going to make the switch. I've tried it enough times already to know. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll probably do this for, like, for good. <laughs> yeah, I've been seeing like the vegan food. They've um, kind of figured out like how to make a vegan drumstick, and it pulls apart like chicken. So uh, may, maybe when that I've drops. Had, uh, I've had the Impossible Burger and stuff like that, and it's actually not bad. It's actually pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, well, anyway, uh, we'll get off the food stuff because we'll get hungry here in a second. But uh, <laughs> all right, next question. Siamese or Kingdom of Giants? Oh, man, it's hard. Uh, uh, Kingdom of Giants. Sick. Uh, I, I love I love both bands, um, but the Kingdom of Giants record that just came out, I have not stopped listening to that. Oh, dope, dude. Hell yeah. Track on that. <laughs> yeah, no, it really is. And uh, I think Dana's really fucking really good. I think they're super underrated. Um, I don't know why, though. They've oh, been around super. for a minute. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like I feel like they've 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 been around for a minute. But the last stuff they put out was really like I think that was it. Like that was the material that's like, all right, this band needs to they need to blow yeah. up like, right now. That's true. That's so true. And like the signing to Sharp Tone, I, I hope that helped them out a lot. Probably did. All right, next question. So most recently, have you watched a new movie or a new TV show? Um, I've watched. I I watch the same things. I watch a lot of anime and like Marvel stuff. So I think the last things I watched was uh, Attack on Titan and Wandavision. Oh no shit! <laughs> yeah, so I, I like. I'm like super into that stuff and I can't, <laughs> I can't help it. Once something's out, like I have to, I have to watch it. <laughs> nice. All right. Who's a better vocalist, Sam Carter or Ryan Kirby? Oh, oh, damn. 
that's throw me on the spot. Uh, <laughs> Sam Carter. I like, I, I like, I prefer Sam Carter a little more than Ryan Kirby. I feel that. No, I, I always do like these really hard to pick either or is, I, I do it to, just to fuck with you guys really. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyways, so which have you spent money on most recently tattoos or band merch? Neither. <laughs> All of them have gone out to like recording plugins. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, after black Friday of like last year, I think I spent like close to like $4,000 on plugins. Holy like, shit. Stuff. I went crazy and I bought a bunch of stuff. I had this stuff that I still haven't even like used. <laughs> That's just, crazy. Just an idiot. <laughs> just so you're doing, idiot. um, you're doing engineering. Like what type of DOS system are you using? So I use Logic, um, Logic Pro. Uh, I, I actually do all of my band's music. Like I write it and record it right here. Wow. Dude, that's sick. And, and then once we get the demos set up, then, you know, we pick a producer and we go re-record it and stuff like that. Yeah, that's really cool. Super talented. Did you like go to school for it or you just kind of fucked around with it enough? I got, I, I got tired of like, I was always playing guitar parts and singing and I got tired of having to go to someone else to do it. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to learn how to do it myself. Just picked yeah. it up and started going. Sick. Gotta respect the hustle. All right. Um, so novelist or our last night? A novelist. Oh, that oh. was quick. <laughs> novelist. <Hand up. laughs> um, I don't hate our last night. I just it's hard to it would it's hard to choose them over probably any band for me because they have more covers and originals, and I just I can't base my like on a band off of like all their covers and stuff. Yeah, I feel that. Kind of seems like that's their thing, anyways. It's what they're known for, I guess, huh? Yeah, so I mean, the covers are great, but I just I feel like I wouldn't be able to give them like a fair. You know, it wouldn't be fair to say mm -hmm. them over another band when I mostly just listen to their covers. Right, makes sense. All right, so which sucks worse, loading out after a gig or someone slamming your band in the comments? Oh, loading out after a gig, man. <laughs> I rather get slammed in the comments every day. Like, I mean, it, it happens to us all the time. I think it's kind of funny. Uh, loading out is kind of the worst, man. It's like legitimately <laughs> the worst because we, you know, we're not a big band. So we, we've done some headlining tours, but mostly we've like open tours. And so we will stay and we'll talk to people and we'll have a couple of drinks with people. And then by the end of the night, we're just so tired and we don't want to carry anything. Yeah. <laughs> kind of have to <laughs> that's the worst yeah that makes sense dude um so pertaining to shows again are you the guy talking to fans at the merch table or are you chilling with other bands in the green room oh i don't i don't do either one of them i, I grab the fans i actually ruin all of our merch sales all night long um i take fans from the merch table and i just <laughs> i take them everywhere else i'm the kind of person that i grab people and i'm like hey dude i'm gonna go to the bar you want to just come to the bar man we'll just have a conversation and i i like to talk and sometimes that kind of like it kind of ruins everything like, ruins all of our merch sales <laughs> plus i don't feel like i know this is probably like probably shit to say but i don't feel like me standing by the merch table is like it feels transactional, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, don't, need to, I don't need to be selling you merch to talk to you. I can talk to you anyway. You know? Yeah, that's that's cool. I never really thought of it like that. Dude, I, I don't even know what shows are like anymore. It feels like a... Uh, dude, <laughs> I cry about this every night, every night. I know. I didn't really want to bring it up, but um, it's just kind of fun, you know, I guess. But 
right now it kind of sucks. <laughs> it really does. Yeah. All right, we'll get off of that. But um, body snatcher or attack attack? Man. Damn, this one's hard. Uh, I don't really like that new attack attack single, so I'm going to – I guess off of the previous work, attack attack, even though I don't really like what they're doing now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'll just go with attack attack. All right, cool. <laughs> Do you like heavy, like, slammy type shit or not really? I'm really into, like, like super heavy, like, really, like, heavy shit. Um, I, I don't know why. I just, you know, because my band doesn't, so we're not, like, that heavy. But yeah, I'm, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, super into, like, heavy stuff, like, within the ruins and, like, all of this stuff. Like, I love stuff like that. It's just, oh, you know. Sick. We can't do that because, <laughs> you know, because of me pretty much. But that's cool, though. I mean, we, what you guys offer is like something that's needed in the whole, you know, the greater scheme of things. I hope so. <laughs> All right. So I kind of poked at this on Twitter with the whole like alt, alt music stock market thing. So if there was an alt music stock market, who would you rather put stock in? Loathe or Polaris? Oh, Loathe. That band is gonna go so far. Oh, dude, for sure. I don't think. I don't think. Uh, I I remember listening to their record and thinking it was just one of the most original things I've ever heard. Like just the blends of like styles and and their vocalist, like the way he he can go from like singing and screaming. I'm like, this is incredible. I would want to do it, dude, for sure. Um, yesterday I was fucking listening to the instrumental version of the album, and that was a completely different experience. I haven't listened to it yet. Dude, yeah, gotta check that out. <laughs> Just to, uh, in your downtime, whatever. All right, so next question. It's kind of funny because you mentioned this, and I was like, I didn't want to talk about it until I hit this question. But <laughs> Wandavision or Batwoman? The oh, TV Wanda, show. Wandavision. Wanda. <laughs> no, I don't. That Batwoman show is trash. Get that really? out. I've never I, seen it. <laughs> I hate it. I watched like a couple episodes, and I'm like, this is garbage. I'm never watching this. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> um. WandaVision is really cool though. Like I, I watched the both the episodes. It's really fucking dope. Yeah, I like it, man. I'm I'm but I'm super into like Marvel stuff. Like I grew up like reading comics and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I I watch all this stuff and it's it's almost like it brings you back to my childhood. Like, oh man, I kind of know where this is kind of going, kind of thing. So that's that's dope. Um, I guess I need a little a little bit of background because I'm not that familiar with those two characters, but like what year or decade is that like whole show set in? Um, I think the first episode is set in the 60s and the second one was set in the 70s. Okay, cool. So it's, like, it's like time hopping through the generations kind of thing. Gotcha. Um, which I think is absolutely sick. That is really cool. And um, I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but I mean, like, I don't really know that much about it right now because it's only on season, or episode two. It's going to get wild. Yeah. It's going to get wild. Like, also, I feel like you know more about this shit than I do, but like, what day is it dropping on? I think they drop every Friday. Okay, cool. Yeah. Sick. So I think the first two episodes came out last Friday, and then there should be one episode every Friday, I think. Nice. I could just Google this shit, but hey, you're right in front of me. so <laughs> I, could be, I could be wrong. Don't quote me on this. I think that's not what it's supposed to be, though. <laughs> Dope. All right. So who would you rather do a feature with? Nothing Nowhere or Gucci Highwaters? Uh, damn. Uh, nothing Nowhere. <laughs> sick yeah i love i love nothing that so much i would love to write something like that that would be a 
like an interesting collab like if if i saw that like on a on a single that'd be fucking crazy i want to do like some crazy stuff like i i've had i've had talks about features and like <laughs> i've reached out to like or have my team reaching out to people like city morgan like sick yeah rappers, and i'm like i don't want to do uh i don't want to do this i don't want i probably shouldn't say this because i'm gonna drop my label but i don't want to do this industry shit you know like yeah, everyone, yeah. everyone gets someone they're friends with and i'm like ah man just get someone else from a different genre different like part of like the industry you know yeah, make it, make it interesting. Like, yeah. change like it up same. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I think that's kind of like the downfall of like the you know metalcore, post-hardcore scene. Like, it stays within that genre, and, and it'd be cool to like branch out to like you know bigger artists or you know artists that have a whole different audience altogether. Yeah, metalcore, like post-hardcore, that whole scene is very gatekeepy, and so they don't really like anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. All right, so uh, say you could go on vacation right now. Would you rather go to Lake Tahoe, go skiing, and go to state parks, or Charleston, go check out the historical city with low country cuisine? Oh, Charleston. Sick. You ever been there before? No. Um, I've, I've tried going a couple of times, actually, which is funny. Um, but I've never – I just never have enough time to do anything. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I have time now, but I can't travel. So this <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty – but – um. Yeah, I never, I never really have time to travel because before it was always we were always on tour, so mm-hmm. no time to do anything. I feel that, and like uh, we went this past summer or whatever, but like everything's so weird now because of COVID that yeah. it's it's not the same like Charleston that we're used to going to. So honestly, you're not missing out right now, anyways. COVID sucks. Yeah, for sure, dude. <laughs> so, what's your favorite throwback song out of these two? Downfall, downfall of us all, or what's my age again? Downfall of us all. I actually, I'm probably gonna get a lot of shit for this. I don't like uh, what's my age again, like at all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I really can't stand that song. I feel you. Um, so many blinkheads out there, but I kind of like their earlier shit. Like, am I? I guess I can go as far as saying I'm not really. I just don't like Blink. Yeah, I feel you. I mean, at least you're real I, about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever liked one Blink-182 song. Like, I get what they did for the industry, you know, like, bringing pop to the mainstream and everything, but mm. it's, not, it's not my thing. I feel you. Well, like, out of, like, that whole, like, pop-punk category, like, what what was, like, your favorite band, I guess? <sighs> pop-punk is kind of hard. I got I, – I was really into, like, Newfound Glory. Oh, cool. Um, Their record, Catalyst, was, like, one of my favorite things ever uh i was into strung out there's like this old like punk pop i guess they were kind of poppy but they were more like punkish um and then i got into like paramore data remember things like that right like i like state champs and stuff but i don't i i just can't get into blink it's just (laughs) tried i can't do it (laughs) all right um which do you like better circle pit or wall of death (sighs) i guess circle pit because i i like running and so it's my, it's just you know you get at least you get some cardio in man so you get in that workout just run in the circle no one's getting that's kind of like you slam into each other and then what happens next like you probably catch an elbow to the back of the head so <laughs> yeah i feel like they never end well i mean um so which headliner would you rather be opening for the devil wears prada or crown the empire the devil wears prada Sick. I, have, I have the craziest soft spot for the Devil Wears Prada. Like I, they've been one of my favorite bands since I got into this genre. Yeah, same. I, I've always said if I ever get the opportunity to tour with them, I would drop anything I'm doing to go on that tour. 
And <laughs> yeah, it's fucking crazy because Jeremy, um, he lives in Charlotte. That's where I live. And um, I was getting a tattoo yesterday and the tattoo artist was like, yeah, I'm friends with Jeremy. He was like, <laughs> and kind of plugging him. And I was like, whoa, it's fucking crazy. It's like such a small world. Dude, it's, the world is tiny. It feels like it's getting tinier. <laughs> I know. Um, so if you could hang out with one of these celebrities for a day, who would you choose? Elton John or Matthew McConaughey? Oh, Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> Sick. I feel like I would have the most interesting conversations with him ever. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, do you listen to Joe Rogan podcast at all? I do. I, I actually, I watch that. Like I watch, I try to watch it. Um, I watch like the clips on YouTube mm-hmm. and I try to listen to like as much of it as possible when I get like some downtime or when I'm driving sick yeah i checked out the matthew mcconaughey episode it's really that guy is so fucking interesting dude he you know what's funny about it a lot of the people that go on the joe rogan podcast are like borderline brilliant they say something (laughs) i'm like what the hell like i would have never thought of that yeah (laughs) that's true but i bet like when you i don't know if you look back on other podcasts maybe like the one that you're in now (laughs) you'll be like wow (laughs) dude like i said some shit i never thought to say too Nah, I always say shit that I don't think I'll say. I just, I am word bomb, man. You start asking me stuff and I'm just going to say everything. <laughs> I feel that. All right. Uh, dance, Gavin, dance or hands like houses? Damn, that's a tough one. Um, So personally, I like older hands like houses stuff, mm-hmm. but I like newer dance, Gavin, dance stuff. So I don't honestly think I could choose. I think it'd both be in the middle. I don't think I could choose from the, those two. Yeah, I, I feel, feel that. like I listen to those like equally as much. Like Trenton is one of my favorite uh, lyricists. Um, mm-hmm. I love his lyrics. His, his lyrics are just like incredible. But uh, Tillian is actually one of my favorite singers. Um, mm-hmm. His pitch and his control and just everything is crazy. So them two as vocalists are like. Yeah, yeah it's tough. Yeah. I feel that, dude. Um, Tillian, I, even though like they ha- he has like all those like simp core fans or swan core fans or whatever <laughs> swan core simps is what i was trying to say but um i don't know i'd still feel like he's very underrated like when it comes to vocalists like, yeah right he should the guy's incredible i feel like he should be bigger than what he is but i mean i'm sure his time will come it feels like you have to do some type of controversy to like <laughs> hit that next wave that's, that's that it's unfortunate that that's honestly what i feel like it is like <laughs> When most vocalists or like artists these days, they feel like, oh, you want to be big, you better go like, I don't know, do like some stupid challenge on TikTok or something, make yourself famous. It's crazy. Yeah, that's funny. Um, all right, so last question. This one's open ended. Album of the year in 2020. Who you got? My album of the year um, was by Miley Cyrus. Oh, uh, sick! I can't remember. I can't remember the name of the record right now. Um, but that was like my. That's like my top. Well, no, actually, um, that was my number two. Actually, number one would be um, the Weekends album. Uh, Got the name of his album too. Why am I drawing blanks right now? <laughs> it's always like that when you start talking about shit. Well, yeah, the Weekend would be like number one. Like I'm, I'm like a huge, huge, huge Weekend fan. So like he's like, yeah. after I was there. You go <laughs> after I was by the Weekend. That's like my favorite record of 2020. Was um the Miley Cyrus? Does this ring a bell? Was it Plastic Hearts? I think it was Plastic Arts. Okay. Wasn't yeah yeah I know it, that was definitely on the record. Um, All right, cool. That record was incredible. Yeah, it's really good. Like my my wife was like, dude, you should check out Miley Cyrus, and I was like. I mean, I'm pretty much open-minded. I, I heard that she was doing the Metallica thing. So I was like, all right. I knew she had her foot in like rock. 
And then I checked out the album and completely fucking blown away. Yeah, it was crazy. Like I've I've always liked her vocally. I I, I think she's an amazing vocalist. But I listened to the record and I was like, holy crap! Like this is this is sick. <laughs> definitely up there for me. I feel like a lot of people don't listen to her. I mean, not trying to categorize people, but like I feel like they're like low key sexist and they're like, I'm not gonna check yeah. out Miley Cyrus. Well, like, like, I mean, my top five albums of last year were not even like they weren't even metal records. It was like The Weeknd, Miley Cyrus, Keshi. Black Bear and Ariana Grande. Nice. Was like, I, I listened to a lot of metal, but like, I feel like last year I tried to develop more as a vocalist. So I listened to more like pop R&B kind of stuff. Yeah. That makes a lot more sense, especially in the, in vein of what you guys do. But anyway, dude, I hope you enjoyed those fucking goofy ass icebreakers. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, um, so how's everything going for you guys? pretty good we're like pretty pretty busy at the moment like the label keeps us you know, pretty on our feet at, uh, you know for the moment well mostly just me because the rest of the guys you know <laughs> they do whatever they do uh <laughs> but i guess good i feel that um like do you listen to a lot of podcasts i know we kind of mentioned before but like or do you listen to more music you would say i listen to more music um i get into podcasts so funny thing uh I, when I'm home, I only listen to music. Like I listen to music pretty much all day. Uh, but when I'm driving, I don't really like to listen to music. I, I'll put on like random podcasts because mm-hmm. I feel like I like hearing people talk. And, and like, I like, I, I like how informative some podcasts are and stuff like that. So like Joe Rogan, for example, he's like one of my favorites. I, mm-hmm. I would like 100% put on like a podcast he did and just listen to like the whole two hours straight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, Cause I, I like hearing people talk and I like picking up like little tidbits of like how they think of things and how they think things work. I feel that it's kind of funny that you mentioned Joe Rogan. Cause I'm not throwing shade on other podcasts, but like I, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts that try to do that format and it just totally blows and I just get so fucking just over <laughs> it. But like, yeah. I, I think it only works like for him because like, you know, like the people that he gets on there. Yeah. It's crazy because I, I feel like with anything like podcasts or just anything in general, you have to be yourself, man. Like, I think that's yeah. what made that's what make Joe's podcast so good. He's literally just being himself. Right. Just himself, talking to people, asking questions, giving his opinion, and you know, it just kind of all works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of want to start like another podcast just um just to talk about like random shit. But um, I I feel like I'm so weighed down by everything I do already. So I thought about you know, about like starting the podcast and just like just talking random shit like about just everything. Yeah, uh, but I wouldn't have enough time to dedicate myself to it. So it's just like it's not you know wouldn't be a good thing to start right now. Yeah, I'm the same way. Like unless I can go into something 110 percent or whatever, I just can't fuck with it. You know, just yeah, time is valuable. But anyway, um, I did a podcast with A Light Divided, and they wanted me to say, baby boy. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't know what that yeah. meant, but they told me to do it, so I did it. Yeah, so we went on we went on tour with them. We did, like, a full U.S. tour. Uh, honestly, it was two years ago, 2019, and that was, like, the call for the tour. Whenever <laughs> we saw each other, it was like, baby boy. Um, that was, like, the thing for that whole tour it was that was like one of the most fun tours i've ever been on in my entire life yeah they said you would laugh and they were right (laughs) yeah i love them all right anyway so like what i've been trying to do on the show recently 
um, before, like I said, just run within, just talk nonsense and shit like that. But I just kind of felt like that was a waste of time and, uh, you know, platform or whatever for them to talk about their band. So basically, I want to know the story of everyone's, you know, band. And I want to know the story of your band, obviously. You guys are catching mad traction. So, like, let's start off, like, who formed it? And if you know, like, the year, the roundabout yeah, the year. Cool. So this is going to be the shortest story you've ever heard. <laughs> um, in 2015, I decided to start a band. Um, I was living in Florida. I wrote a bunch of music. I put it out. I moved from Florida to New York City. Um, <laughs> I decided I wanted to find some members to play the music. And then I did. And that was it. That's <laughs> That's it. Short and sweet. Short and sweet. Here we are. <laughs> um, whereabouts in Florida did you live? So I was in Orlando for about a year. I was uh, I moved out there um, with like an ex-girlfriend of mine. And then she started uh, cheating on me with like everyone oh, no. I ever met in Florida. And so I just moved back to New York City. No, it's all right. Damn, dude. That's I'm like, <laughs> yeah, but like, that's always like the emo thing they say not to do, like move to somewhere else. <laughs> for... <laughs> to be honest, I don't really, sometimes I think about it and I'm like, I'm kind of happy it happened that way. Cause when I, when I moved to Florida, I kind of, I gave up on music. Mm-hmm. Um, because she didn't want me to do music because she was like, oh, you're never going to fucking do anything music. So Damn. Give it up. you're a loser. And then she played me. And now I'm like, I took all of that. And I'm like, wow, I kind of wrote some good songs off of that. So yeah, now I actually do do something with it. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's sick. And fuck you. Like you can, you, you could say it. She'll yeah, she, never listen to this. So fuck her. <laughs> ah, well, even if she does, she can eat a dick. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Um, but anyway, so like you guys have been releasing music since 2015. Was that basically the move? Uh, yeah. So I released our first EP by myself. It was called Lights EP. And then uh, moved to New York City, found my band members and started releasing uh, some singles. Uh, we got picked up pretty early in our career, which was really unfortunate is what I like to say now. Uh, I think we played seven shows in total. And then we got picked up by the Arby Foundation, which is uh, management and then they put us on tour and then we were signed to like a couple of other labels that never really worked out. And then mm-hmm. just been touring for years straight, literally. <laughs> That's crazy. But like, um, like how fast uh, was that turnaround or whatever when you started, like from the moment you like put out music to your first show? I was too damn fast. I, I put out music and then I moved to New York city. And when I found my members within that same month, we were already playing shows. Holy shit. Yeah. Like, um, how did you guys like, uh, pick up that quick? I mean, that seemed like a snap of the wrist, you know? I have no idea. Um, I wish I had an answer for you, but we just, we, I've always had this mentality where like, I like, I love being from New York and I like, you know, I love my local scene, but there are a bunch of different local scenes. Yeah. There's a local scene in every state. Mm-hmm. And, um, we just, from the beginning of this band, I was always like, Hey, we should, we should never just be the local band like just we should get out there and have fun with our lives and if this never works at least we traveled and did something and i think all the touring is actually what helped us pick up traction no shit that's crazy as hell um like so you mentioned kind of being on different labels or whatever like what was the first label and like what was that release uh so the very first label we were on were uh it was artery recordings um oh cool and we never released anything with them so we wrote two whole records, um, which never came out. Uh, they, <laughs> wow. they bought out by Warner and then just the label just stopped. Um, and then after that, uh, you know, we kept moving. And then I released one single under 
uh, We Are Triumphant. I just gave him a single and I was like, hey, have the single. And then we could see what we do with it. And then it did nothing. And so I didn't sign a deal with him. And then I just decided to be independent and just keep touring. Sick. Um, so like your latest release, who was the producer that you worked with with Cloud City? Uh, so that was Andrew Bayless. Okay, cool. What what other bands does he have in his pocket? Right now, um, everyone. Uh, he's worked with Siler. He did the Bad Omens acoustic record. He did the Sleep on Sirens record that's coming out now. Tyler Carter's latest single, he did that. Um, Damn. It's actually a really funny story. When we started working with him, both my band and him were at like, it was like right at the edge of our careers taking off. Mm-hmm. And right after we finished the EP, we got picked up by Spine Farm. He moved to Nashville and just became this huge producer. And it's like, wow, that was like, I think that was the push that we kind of needed, you know? Yeah, dude. That's incredible. Um, yeah, I've been seeing or hearing you guys on uh, SiriusXM recently. Um, like, how new is that? That is absolutely the most insane thing I've ever heard in my life. I remember, <laughs> I remember getting the call from my A&R guy at my label. And he's like, hey, do you got him in? And I was like, yeah, he calls me. He's like, uh, so Octane wants to play you on the radio. Holy oh, shit. Okay. Uh, what are we doing? He's like, we just say yes and we give them whatever they want. And they, <laughs> they looked massive. Um, and they were like, hey, we want to release it this Thursday. And I was like, sure, go ahead, whatever. Um, and they did. And then uh, so Massive got on the radio. A couple of weeks after that, we found out they were also playing Shameless on the radio. Holy um, shit. And so I was like, wow, that's that's insane um i still can't believe they're doing it I, no one knows how they even found out about us but hey whatever <laughs> um it's kind of crazy because do you listen to shane told's podcast oh that one i do yeah i love lee singer syndrome so um mike house shouted you guys out and it's kind of where i took the whole like stock market thing from but he was like dude everyone should be putting stock into varsity right now like they're the next I- big thing yeah, I um I listen to that podcast all the time. And I remember the first time he gave us a shout out. I thought, I honestly thought I was hallucinating. I was like, I'm drunk. Like I'm literally, <laughs> I have to be drunk. Um, and, and my label was like, nah, dude, like that was, he shouted you guys out. And then at the end of the year, he did like the whole, the year recap thing. And that was, I heard that too. When he was like, we actually posted on our page. Um, and he was like to invest in us. And I'm like, that is, that's insane that people have that much faith in us. Cause if only they knew, that this is the most random occurrence of events for this band ever. <laughs> they probably wouldn't invest in us so much. Well, that's kind of how it goes, though, because um, when I spoke with uh, Tyler from Hollow Front, he kind of said the same thing. Like, he just did it, like, after a divorce, put out some songs, and then it just blew the fuck up on the internet. I'm guessing, like, you kind of have the same, like, similar story. Yeah, man, like we we recorded the EP. We did it by ourselves. Um, there was no, I know a lot of people think that because the label put it out, it's like, oh yeah, your label did this. We did the EP by ourselves. Um, we paid for that ourselves, did the whole fun and everything. And we would just want to put that out as like a record. We would just say, hey, we're just going to put this out in 2020. Um, COVID happened and, you know, we needed a plan. And it just so happened right when we finished the EP, Spine Farm came along and was like, hey, uh, what do you have? And we showed them the songs and they're like, sick, this is going to be huge. We want to, we want to put this out and everything has been random man. everything since then has just been like, not part of our plan. I don't know whose plan is, but it wasn't ours. <laughs> well, it's meant to be, man. That's, that's usually how it goes, isn't it? I guess. <laughs> 
That's awesome, dude. I'm so glad to hear that. Um, big fan, big fan of the band. I mean, I've been jamming you guys like all day today, but I mean, even before that, obviously. Because I, I get, I get so scared with the whole releasing of music. I yeah. feel like I, so I'm not. Uh, I, I write like I told you before. I write um all of the music here, so all of the demos. I like you know I track them with the guitar and everything here at home. Mm-hmm. But I don't actually think of like genres. I just play random stuff and sing over it. Yeah, so yeah. I don't ever know if anything is gonna make sense when I put it together. I just kind of write it, and I'm like, okay, that song sounds good. I'll sing over that. <laughs> that's it. So whenever people are like, ah, oh, I like your music, I'm like, I oh, think God, because I- <laughs> <laughs> that's sick. No, I love, I love it, because like you guys definitely have like, you know, don't take offense to this, but you have like your radio songs, and that's awesome. But like beyond that, if you like dig deeper, like everything on the EP has like mad substance. Like it's not just like you guys are radio hits you know what i mean we try man we don't i don't actually know what a radio hit is right (laughs) i'm still trying to figure that out so (laughs) i'm glad you think that though right well i guess like in terms of that i'm just kind of referring to like the catchiness i guess of a song or like a repeating chorus or something along those lines but um anyway so like which bands or artists um has the most influence on your music like prior to kind of shaping who you are now I don't I don't necessarily know so I uh, I listen to a lot of bands I love a lot of stuff um some of my favorite bands like I listen to like a lot of Spirit Box, Bad Omens, Siler. um I listen to like uh, I, I love I just love music but I think when it comes to writing records I try not to like pull as many influences for bands um I usually pull away from that like I'll sit at home and I'll just I'll listen to more like pop r&b trap kind of stuff and i'll pull from that and then i'll just play random things like i listened on this record i listened to so much black bear mm-hmm. and just like so much little uzi vert and i know like that might be like weird to people but th- i listened to that so damn much when i was writing <laughs> when i was writing the cloud city EP. that's dope though yeah dude that's sick i didn't know that you were like a little uzi vert fan i'm not like a huge um like I don't listen to him a lot, but like I've been getting into that more recently. Just like, just more like not emo rap, but you know what I mean. Like more like modern rap. I'm like super into it, man. Like I, I try to like I try to be knowledgeable at least in like everything that's out now. Like you know, mm-hmm. I want I want to hear a little piece of everything that's out. Like I'm I'm in love with 100 Gex. I have no Shit. I have no problem saying that. I know people absolutely hate them. Like, There's <laughs> yeah. something about this music that I love. Maybe I'll pull some stuff from them on the next record. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like what they've been doing, dude. Like, I like that new shit. Like, I, I like Ghost Mane a lot. Like, I like Poppy. I know a lot of people don't like that type of stuff. But I just like, I like people that are doing something different, you know? Like, just, I get tired of hearing the same old shit all the time. Yeah, man. It's like, it's like what, you know, it's like what I said earlier. You got to mix it up. You got to make it fun. Yeah. Because, you know, also as a musician, I don't think a lot of people ever, like, know this but we have to play these songs right and if we're playing the same thing over and over and over again it just gets boring for us it makes us wonder is do i really love doing this music thing or am i just you know doing it out of habit right but like you know when you're actually having fun with it and just writing whatever the hell you want and every every song is different and you're just doing random stuff you love the process more and it makes it makes you want to do it even more now i feel that because I feel like a lot of bands kind of make the same album like 500 times or whatever. And then they, they just kind of sound tired and like played out kind of, you know? Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. 
Um, you gotta have that, you gotta have that spark or whatever. You gotta have that passion for what you do for sure. Like anything that you do. I mean, shit beyond music. Yeah. You have to love anything you do, anything that you do or that you say you want to do professionally, you have to make sure you love it. Yeah, that is so true. Um, so like another segment I do on the show is crazy road stories. So if you have any that are non-incriminating that you want to know, you can say whatever you want, <laughs> but uh, any that you're willing to spill, like go ahead and share oh, that. Tour stories. Damn. There's been so many. We usually just, I, I had like a concert one time on top of the van. I got really drunk and I, I got on top of our van and I just started playing and I destroyed the top of our van. Um, I literally just started headbanging and stomping the top of our van. Uh, we, <laughs> I, damn, so many. Uh, I got sick once and had to like throw up and poop and like just ran out of the van and pooped right on the floor and threw up on it right outside of the van. Uh, <laughs> dude, I've, been, I've been there before, dude. Dude, no I, shame. <laughs> we use so many stories. I can't think of, I honestly can't think of one that was. Actually, I can think of one that was kind of crazy. Um, okay, it's fucking time to take a break, people. Let's listen to some music. Let's hang out. Let's chill. Go ahead and grab a refill of your coffee, of your alcohol, whatever fucking time of the day it is for you right now upon listening to this. Go take a break. We're going to listen to some music on today's Hidden gem section, mid-roll, whatever you want to call it. I wanted to choose... Phase One, featuring the Shane Told of Silverstein. This song is called Enemy. Basically, the whole point, I feel like, of this podcast, if I had to sum it up into, like, one sentence, it would be to fucking be yourself. And I feel like I want to be myself by playing some shit I feel like is fucking dope, even though it's not necessarily metal, whatever. It's the blending of genres. Okay, Phase One kind of had his foot in the door early with, like, dubstep air quotes i don't really know what you would want to call it but that electronic heavy ass bass he features a lot of metal bands especially in his last release transcendency okay he had like die Arter's murder all types of fucking bands i feel like you guys would really like it because it's all about being yourself it's all about blending genres blending shit together that i guess wouldn't normally go together but they complement each other after that we're gonna fucking play some Varsity, of course. Let's fucking play Shameless, because I really like this song. We're gonna listen to some music. Go pop some popcorn. Do what you gotta do. Let's do this shit. Still breathe when I've lost all hope And you believe that you're better off And you've moved on without me So I've carved this hole for me to stay But I can't escape your memory So I hide my face and I pretend you're with me Remember when you said Never be like them
your dagger drawn You weren't all saints So I grit my teeth When you stepped out on me I may never know How to just let go When I'm not the lowest of the low And I die inside When you both walk by I just step aside If this is where it
We're back. We're back. We had, we almost died on one tour, one of our earlier tours. Holy shit. Um, yeah, we were driving to Michigan and we had to pass like I don't know how the hell it's happened. We were going through like a mountain and there was snow and the van started sliding like right off of the mountain. <laughs> Literally off of the really off the goddamn mountain. God and everyone in the van like freaked out. Oh we're gonna die. <laughs> uh, the only reason why we didn't is because the trailer hit something in the back and stopped the van. Oh my god. I was yeah, so you know. <laughs> Where were you at? Uh we were somewhere in Michigan or like in between Michigan and state, the neighboring state. Uh that's fucking nuts. Crazy man, craziest thing ever happened to us. Uh <laughs> uh, do you have any like crazy fan stories? Like some fucking just some not weirdos, but like just I have, some I have completely followed me around all day and then got mad that I couldn't say goodbye to them because I felt unsafe. And so at the end of the night I I, uh, I hid in the van and I told my tour manager, like, hey, uh, if this person comes, just tell them that I feel sick and that I just don't want to talk. And uh, she started arguing with him because she really wanted to see me and say goodbye. And he said that, you know, he gave her everything else, you know, told her, like, you know, the whole spiel, like, you know, he can't, he's feeling sick. I just don't want to And she got in her truck and almost hit our van. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's fucking insane. Yep. People are super extra. Yeah, that was, uh, I think, I want to say that was in like 2016 or 17. That was like one of our first yeah. tours. It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, what state do you remember being like one of the craziest shows? Craziest shows? Uh, damn, I don't know. We, we we try to make sure every show is crazy. Uh, probably New York. Our, our home crowd goes absolutely insane for us. I, I think it's because we don't play in New York that often. And they know we're from here, which we actually do on purpose. So if anyone from New York listens to this podcast, now you know, yes, we do it on purpose. Uh, <laughs> we don't play home a lot because we just, you know, we don't want to oversaturate it. And we don't want to just always be like here and playing here and giving people the same thing over and over and over. So we play it like, you know, very like here and there. Um, our crowd goes completely fucking wild here for us when we do play. That's insane. Shout out New York. Thank you for making us feel nice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, where's your favorite spot to play in New York, if there is one? Uh, man, there was a venue we played at all the time. It was called Gold Sounds, and uh, it's, I think it's closed down now. Um, it was Gold Sounds and the Kingsland. Those are two of my favorite spots. They were owned by, like, one of my best friends, mm-hmm. and I think they both closed down now. So, Jeez, man, that sucks. That sucks. Totally sucks. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of venues not uh, being able to make it through this whole pandemic thing that kind of fucking blows man there's a lot of history in that it 100 blows that sucks uh you mentioned earlier like siler and shit like that i know they're from the same you know new york city or whatever you guys play with them kind of often or not so funny thing we so me and jay their vocalist we're actually good friends uh we he uh wrote a song with me on the our upcoming record uh recently this was in august um and we talk and stuff like that we interact with each other and everything we always talk about music and stuff we've never played one show with salad what that's crazy <laughs> we have, both of our bands have never crossed paths yet i just feel like um that would be a sick like lineup if both we, of you guys are on the bill yeah we've got we've heard that already so many times like our label other people management other people have been like oh my god it's like yeah we should totally do this when touring comes back or whatever else and we're just like yeah and then the next question is like, wait, have you before? And I was like, nope. <laughs> never across. We've been, we've been on tour at the same time and literally played in venues 
like within like 10 minutes of each other, but have never played together. <laughs> it's insane. Crazy. I've um I've seen them a couple times actually, and um the first time was like unintentional. I think they like opened for uh the word alive and Chelsea Grin on this tour or whatever. But um dude, kind of kind of underrated in my opinion. Yeah, like they're, they're probably one of the sickest bands like out right now. I think they I, I think I think what they're gonna put out next is definitely gonna is definitely gonna like put them on the map. Sick. If, yeah, if, I can't wait to hear. Yeah, it's gonna be safe if, if they're not already on the map because I feel like I honestly feel like they're one of the biggest bands in the industry. Yeah, um, I, I guess I'm just kind of referring to the show. Like everyone was kind of acting like they weren't shit or something, but I think they're. Yeah, I guess it depends where you are for sure. Like wanna... North North Carolina is not like very. Uh, the scene here is kind of weak, in my opinion. <laughs> I I feel like we played North Carolina. Maybe I'm more so South Carolina. Is Ground Zero in North Carolina? um where where is it ground zero ground zero no i don't that doesn't sound familiar i probably is though somebody's gonna be like oh dude that's such and such but i don't know we play we we definitely play north carolina but i can't remember the venue right i mean well shit um well anyway like so what are some favorite songs that you guys play like off your discography None. I gotta be honest. We we played the same songs for so long. I hate playing all of them. I can't, I can't wait for COVID to go away so I can actually play this EP. We've been trying to play it, the songs in this EP forever um, and have yet to play them. Uh, I mean, I, we do like some songs like we like Nola, um, Colorblind, but for the most part, we're just so tired of playing the EP prior to this one that I can't honestly give you a song. That I like. <laughs> At least you're keeping it real. Yeah, like I, I obviously I like I enjoy it when I'm on stage. Um, but most of playing what we do now is for fans. Like, hey, if you want to hear this, I'll play it for you. I don't enjoy playing anything that's not off of Cloud City, but if you want to hear it, I'll play it anyway. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like speaking of that, you know, I kind of wanted to talk about Cloud City, obviously, but like um in your opinion, your own words, what makes this EP so much different than everything else that you've done? it's it's more it's more where i want it to be um both musically and lyrically i feel like on the last stuff the 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 black album the black ep it was good um i liked the music and i liked what i was doing but i didn't i guess i wasn't really comfortable with doing the whole like r&b core kind of thing yet with it because i wasn't sure how people were gonna take it but with Mm -hmm. cloud city ep i just completely was like i don't give a shit i i want to do this i'm gonna do it and it came out exactly what i wanted to so that makes sense. So like, all right, so you said it, R&B core. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, were you guys trying to be like kind of uh, some type of a subgenre before? And that was kind of like your way of thinking? I Honestly, I think it was the opposite. I think I, think I was trying to fit in more. Right. Uh, this is just naturally my singing voice. And I feel like I was trying to not do it as much because – no one in metal really does it too much. Like there are bands like, you know, Issues did it and stuff like that. Uh, but no one was really doing it too much. So I was like, oh, maybe I should just play it safe. Um, but then I just, you know, I just realized like I don't sound too good when I'm not being me. So I should just do whatever it is that I, you know, I, I like doing. And I literally like, I, I swear on everything. The Cloud City EP to me is great because I stopped giving a shit about what anyone thought. And I was literally just like, I'm just going to sing whatever I want to. Mm-hmm. and just do however I want to. That's so crazy that 
you know, like everyone's so obsessed with like labeling shit too, though. Yeah, dude, I, I have a funny story. I'm not going to name drop the label, but uh, our, the first song we did on the EP was a song was Dig. And we sent it out to a label and they said that they didn't like the fast singing part, like how I sang like rappy fast. Yeah. They were like, oh, we're not really into that for verses or whatever. And they were like, all right, whatever. Never spoke to them again. And then after we were done with the EP, they came back months later, like, hey, man, we love this. Like, we want to offer you something. And I was like, no, absolutely not. Kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you didn't like it the first time, then what the fuck? Yeah, they told us that we should be less heavy and try to be the next Amorosa. And so I was like, <clears throat> no, you can kiss my ass. It's not enough. <laughs> That's fucking insane. Yeah. So, like, how is New York City right now since it's where it's you not are? bad. Um. I, th- I think the media makes it look worse than it is, but it's not really that bad. You know, people go outside, they wear masks. Everyone is nice for the most part, for the most part. Uh, right. But it's not too bad. Like how locked down are you guys right now? Not, not very. Oh, really? <laughs> I, I, I can't, I, I know there are people who, who are taking this serious and, you know, taking all the necessary precautions, but I can't tell you how many times I go on Instagram and there's like a party or some, Mm-hmm. shit like that i'm like oh man you guys are <laughs> <laughs> so like um i know like um like outdoor dining is like basically all you can do as far as restaurants go right now we, we can't we can't really do that because it's freezing so, right. <laughs> so indoor dining is gone and outdoor dining no one eats outside it's just freeze it's brick outside like no one's gonna sit out there and just be like yeah <laughs> eat my noodles out in the street <laughs> doesn't make any sense yeah um if you don't mind me asking what do you do for like your regular day job or you just do the audio engineering i don't do anything anymore i used to be a i used to be a manager at equinox um so i was a manager and a scheduling manager and then i also started doing uh the, the whole fitness thing um i was originally i was going to transition into a fitness trainer and I did all of my necessary stuff. And then, uh, uh, you know, the company was just, uh, just, they were just a bunch of racist pieces of shit. Sure. So I, I didn't want to work there anymore. And, and I just, I, I just walked out one day, literally mm. just walked out. I was like, oh, you know what? Fuck this place. That's crazy. Um, yeah. I was just asking because I know a lot of people like have unfortunately had to like go back to a day job or, you know, some sort of, that kind of thing yeah i wouldn't mind it but definitely not that company they're they're just terrible man they treat everyone like shit they're racist all they care about is like the people who pay the most money to get the most stuff and it's like i can't i can't be in a situation i feel that so like what would you so like you would just do the like physical fitness type stuff um if you weren't doing music yeah pretty much i mean i'd either do this or bartending oh shit have you ever been a bartender yeah, I used to do it like years ago. I like I like talking and I feel like talking helps me, you know, just get to know people and makes them more comfortable and serving drinks and talking is probably one of my favorite things to do. Dude, that's fucking dope. Music thing, yeah. That's fucking sick. So like you've been like in New York basically your whole life, besides mm-hmm. the going to Florida thing? Yep, 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 whole life. Shit, where are you um originally from? I'm Italian and Puerto Rican. So it's uh it's a little bit of half and half. My, both of my families are complete immigrants. One is 100% Italian, one is 100% Puerto Rican, and they immigrated here, um, and they had me, you know, against the law. <laughs> you know? Shit, you know, um, and here I am. 
Dude, that's awesome, man. Um, nice. Yeah, I'm half I'm half Filipino. My mom's from the Philippines. Oh, nice. Yeah, hell yeah. So like, I'm like the second generation immigrant. <laughs> Everything. Yeah, my family it was always they always used to tell me I was like, hey, listen, none of us have papers or are legal, so you have to be the guy to succeed and do something. <laughs> and, you know, no pressure, go <laughs> succeed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, did they always support you with like your music stuff? Hell no. Really? <laughs> Italians don't like music. Um, this, this whole music shit isn't a job to them and Puerto Ricans like it, but they're also like, nah, like that's not, that's not a thing. And my mom, my mom didn't like it up until like, she liked it, but she didn't take it serious up until like this year or like last year. And I don't think my Italian side of family still takes it serious. I told them on the radio, and they're like, yeah, we don't care. <laughs> where's your mansion at? Like, where's your Bentley? We don't give a shit. Like, that's... This is more like a show me type Yeah, thing. man. They're like super traditional old school Italians. So it's like, you can't impress them. I feel that. No, my mom's the same way. And it just puts pressure on me. Like, it took it took up until last year. I was just finally like, mom, I'm like, I'm a chef. Like, I'm... <laughs> I'm not just like working in a restaurant or whatever. Cause I was just like, damn, like you just think the worst of me right now. <laughs> yeah. It's hard, man. Like people sometimes like don't see uh, what you're trying to do because they, they only see from, they only see it from the outside. They don't ever see the things that we go through to make these things a reality. Um, and so, you know, they deem us failures or they think it's not, not going to go anywhere. Little do they know we're, we're, we're grinding. Things are moving. They're just not moving at the pace you think they should be. Right, right. Um, do you finally feel like you kind of made it in like some kind of a hypothetical, you know? Not even close. Not, <laughs> Not even close. I, I, I can honestly tell you, I, with like 100% certainty, I've had, I've had these conversations with like friends, my peers, like on the label and stuff. And I literally told them, I was like, none of this shit means anything to me unless I feel like I get to where I need to go. And I'm not even close to that yet. Like, I feel like, octane is great and our spotify numbers are great and the fact that our numbers are going up are great but i because of covid i'm like i'm not really making a dent in the music scene right now aside from more people know who i am mm-hmm. i'm not i'm not reaching as many people as i want to reach so i gotta work harder and i gotta grind harder and i gotta make sure that if this is something that i've been saying you know that i actually love like i tell everyone that i love it i gotta make sure i i somehow reach that point where mm-hmm. i can look out into a crowd one day and say like this is it. Like I made it. This is, this is it for me. You know, I haven't reached that yet. So I don't know. I feel you. Um, like if you played it like MSG or some shit like that, is that going to be like when you're like, fuck yeah, I made it. Yeah. That'd probably, I'd, I'd probably at that point be like, yeah, I made it. But knowing myself, I would probably be like, all right, well I played at MSG. So what's the next step? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm 100% like that, man. Like I, I, I'll do one thing and instead of being happy and celebrating it, I'll immediately think of what I should start doing next. I feel that. Uh, do you ever try to just say like, Hey man, just like look in the moment right now or stop and smell the flowers. Sometimes I try to do it, but you know, I, I, I feel like I, if you enjoy it too much, not saying that you shouldn't, but like, if you get too sucked into the, Oh, stop and smell the roses, then what's next? I was like, Oh yeah. Also lay down while you're at it and take a nap. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, that's, that's where I don't want to do because I I can see myself slipping into that like oh let me just enjoy this and then just being just being a lazy asshole I'm just like yeah everyone else do everything for me I'll just kind of chill <laughs> gotta keep just, myself moving 
So pertaining to like your work ethic or whatever, are you like 24 seven with your band shit? All the time, all the time. It just never turns I, off. I eat, sleep and breathe this shit, man. Like I wake up in the morning. The first thing I do is check all of my emails. Uh, I get on the computer. I start writing stuff. I start looking for, I, you know, I watch like a lot of YouTube videos and like, Oh, how can I turn this into something for me? How can I turn that into something for me? Always, always, always. Don't Dude, know <laughs> that must be tough, man. Um, do you have like a significant other or not at the moment? No, I don't, I, I don't think it'll be fair uh, to tell someone at the moment, Hey, I'm going to go try to do all this stuff and do all, you know, tour the world and do everything. Why don't you sit at home and wait for me while I do that? It's just not, it's not fair. You know, yeah. I'm also, I, I know how I am right now. I don't give anyone attention i don't want to put someone through a situation where they're like oh you know why aren't you paying attention to me and then i'm like because my career comes first i don't want to do that to anyone so you know when the time comes it'll come i feel that yeah no that makes total sense man because i hear about that all the time like people haven't just like leave someone behind or leave the kids behind and that that must be fucking rough on them well i do have i do have a daughter um but she loves it she absolutely loves it like she's She's crazy about this. Like she loves telling people her dad's a rock star or whatever else she tells all her friends and stuff like that. <laughs> um, that's already hard enough for me. Like, Hey, I got to go on tour. I got to leave my kiddo behind. Like, you know, it's kind of, it's weird. And so I'm just like, you know, you gotta, you gotta know how to deal with certain things and how to deal with people and relationships. And I feel like relationships are not something I'm good at because all of my last girlfriends all played me. And so I'm just like, well, you know what? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna chill. I feel that. Um, so like kind of what you mentioned, what we were talking about before, but like you were saying, like people are slamming you, uh, in the comments. I know when I asked that question, but like, what kind of stuff were they saying? Uh, uh dude, man, uh, my favorite one was this, I'm not forget this. Someone on lamb goat commented, uh, we got put on lamb goat. Uh, first of all, lamb goat, that's what they're notorious for. So oh, I, yeah, yeah. I was like, Oh, they're going to tear it straight. I think it was like, there was like 200 and something different comments. My favorite one was, the vocalist, this vocalist sounds like he loves the taste of his own dick. Oh my God. Come on. <laughs> I literally commented that. Like I haven't tried that yet, but I will now. <laughs> I, you got to poke fun at it. I don't mind it just because what, what are you going to do about it, man? Like not everyone is going to love our music. I know that for a fact. I don't care if you love me, if you hate me, if you think I like the taste of my own dick, I don't really care. Like it's just, you know <laughs> that's fucking that's silly um so like the singles that are on octane have you seen like a huge like roi uh from that yeah, we're, dude we we our record is only like a month old and we're already almost at like a million streams on it and i'm like how the hell this happens like, almost all of it is from octane it's like that's like i'm as i'm learning the octane crowd i'm realizing i was like oh this is why bands turn into butt rock bands that crowd <laughs> Dude, that crowd is one of the most loyal crowds I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, yeah. I've never experienced anything like that in my entire life. I mean, I'm guilty. I'm a part of that crowd. I, I'm a it's, subscriber. <laughs> it's it's going to be... I, I Sometimes I'm scared because I'm like, the record that we're, we're putting out next, I feel like every song is kind of like a different genre on purpose. Right. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I wonder how like every, every crowd is going to take this. So we have one heavy song... We have like a ballad. There's like a country metal song on it. There's just like oh, all shit. these different things. And I'm like, sick. I wonder how people are going to take this. That's dope. Well, since you kind of mentioned that, like, um, when can we look forward to that? Or can you talk about it? I have no idea. <laughs> I actually have to go back to Nashville and write more music. 
No. Oh, okay. Um, so I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not in control of any of that. Uh, so, I mean, if you can say anything, but like what, what's next for the fans, I guess, uh, if they're looking for something else, uh, we're going to put out a bunch of music videos. We're going to, we're going to hopefully get to release some singles. If not, maybe a cover or something really soon. Uh, maybe some more singles, some more music videos off of the EP, uh, and just try to keep releasing music as much as we, you know, we possibly can until it's safe to go out there. We also, we have a live stream that we're working on right now at the moment. So sick gonna keep up with the content man are you guys on twitch or um so we're not i have a twitch that i never use i just opened it up mm-hmm. uh, and i ordered a bunch of stuff like a whole setup for it and none of it has come yet so <laughs> once i get my table and everything else set up then i'm just gonna we're gonna start streaming on twitch and doing a bunch of stuff oh that's so cool what about tiktok you guys fuck with that i have one and my label tells me all the time like start using it and then i'm just like god damn it like just <laughs> so many social, so many social platforms. It's just like, I, how do you do this? Like, how does anyone pay attention to all of these different platforms? You know. I know. So I have one. I again, like, I'm gonna do covers on that. Like, once I get my setup and stuff like that. So I feel that. Yeah, I just made one like uh, yesterday or the day before that. Uh, <laughs> we've been talking about that a lot in the show recently because you know a lot of people that I talk to, they're around that 30 age range. How old are you, by the way? yeah see like i'm about to turn 30 next week so like we're all kind of like around that age and like we're like are we too old for this shit are we not like what's going on i mean i guess uh my thing is i don't think the age really matters i think it's just about it's more so how much attention are you going to put into this thing Mm -hmm. into actually making it work because when it comes down to it you still have to learn a brand new social platform and how that algorithm works and i think that's what bugs me the most i feel that Yeah, it's kind of tough because I mean, I mean, I don't know. I'm always refreshing like the same three fucking apps over and over and over. But like, <laughs> same. I get tired of that stuff. But like, I don't know. I guess like I'm like once I figure one out, I'm like, all right, cool. What's you know, what's the next yeah. one I can figure out? <laughs> so, it's hard, man. It's weird, but I mean, it's it's the age we live in. I know, but um, I've been on there uh like all day yesterday and last night. And then I started off like I woke up randomly at one o'clock in the morning. I woke up and then I fucked around with TikTok to like three. Like you get fucking lost on that platform. Yeah, man, you, that's a dangerous platform to be on. You just start scrolling <laughs> and before you know it, <laughs> five hours later, you're like, holy shit. <laughs> I was like editing on the uh, little editor thing and it was it was kind of low key frustrating because I don't know why I just couldn't click on the right area I was trying to do. But um. I don't know. Like, I just feel like it needs to fix itself in a little bit. Like, it needs to update or some shit. It definitely has some things that it can it can help with. But I do know the algorithm there is incredible. One of my friends has been on it for like two months, and I think he's at like 400k followers on it. That's insane. He yeah, tells I think- me, he's like, dude, he's like, you would do even better on this website because more people are already interested in you. If you can filter them onto TikTok, then that makes the algorithm increase, and then they can you can filter your TikTok people back to IG and. I don't get it, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be like the, I guess my New Year's resolution was to like give it a chance. And uh, I don't know, it's been pretty cool because like I just posted something yesterday and it's like, I mean, not that it fucking matters, but like it's already had like hundreds of views and I'm like, Whoa, right. like what the fuck? This is crazy. Yeah, yeah, there's so many fucking people on there. Like, and that's like their main shit now. So got to do it, man. Got to do it. Yeah, going to drop the Twitter for a little bit. <laughs> I hate Twitter, man. I have a Twitter. I never use it. 
Yeah, that's funny. Um, I've tweeted you guys a couple of times, but like, I don't really like it. It's kind of become this toxic thing where people are just talking out of their ass and shit posting all yeah, the time. People on Twitter are some of the most hateful people in the goddamn planet. And so I'm just like, I don't care about this shit. Like, I don't care about Twitter. I feel you. It's going to be easy to fall off of that platform. I, I mainly st- stick to IG and I'm always on YouTube. So yeah, same. Those are like my two IG and YouTube. Yeah. Like I can't even get on Facebook. Anything like your mom gets on, I'm immediately like, no, nah, I'm good. I have to get on Facebook because the band page um, and I'm an admin on it. And so they're like, well, if you delete your page and the Facebook page goes away, yeah. <laughs> you have to be like, God, yeah. <laughs> whatever. I feel that shouldn't be linked so hard i hate that like facebook uh owns ig now too yeah they ruined the ig algorithm yeah it's fucked it's so fucked now like i'll I'll get like 30 you know likes or some shit and then i feel like you have to like pay in to get out to your other followers it's fucking stupid you have to to pay for everything It's it's ridiculous it's absolutely ridiculous yeah everything's just i don't know corporations have taken over everything we've given them too much like priority yeah we have or authority rather but anyway um dude i appreciate you being on the show and i know we've been kind of bullshitting but um <laughs> um i'm gonna kind of start wrapping it up i know your time yeah. is valuable and shit but um like i like to ask this a lot lately and it was something i started asking when i first started the show and i kind of wanted to bring it back because i feel like there's something in it but what is one thing that you would change about the current state of music oh man i've I wish everyone was themselves. Um, I wish people were themselves enough to do the music they wanted to do and not give a fuck about what anyone else thinks. Mm-hmm. And I wish, I also wish that, I don't know how to say this without sounding like an asshole, but I wish fans were more appreciative sometimes of the shit we do. Everyone mm-hmm. always wants something from you, but they don't realize a lot of time, a lot of money, and a lot of broken relationships go into this whole music shit. Musicians put entire, we put all this, all this pressure on ourselves to please other people because we genuinely love this, but also want other people to feel the same thing that we feel because it also might help them. Mm-hmm. And most of the people in the music industry or like within like the music bubble are just nowadays are kind of pieces of shit. <laughs> everyone, everyone is entitled and feels like you owe them something. I wish people just, I wish people just stopped doing that. I wish, I wish fans stopped doing that or not fans, but like just people in general. And I wish musicians were less afraid of just being themselves. Stop going on stage, spouting all this bullshit that you don't believe in because your record label told you that that's what sells. Just go on stage and do whatever the hell you want. Mm-hmm. If, if some, if no one buys it, oh, well, at least you love what you're doing. That's yeah. I would change those things. I don't know if that was like a really rough answer. No, that's perfect, yeah. dude. I want, I want honesty, man. Cause I don't, I never want this to be an uptight thing. I want people to be able to say what they want to say. Like if there's a message, then say the message, you know? Yeah, man. Just be yourself. Like be true to yourself. Stop going on stage, telling people you're their savior and then getting off stage and being like, wow, I can't like, that's not what I want to say. Like, why am I saying this? Why are you fucking saying it? Just be yourself, man. People will like you if you're genuine. Yeah, that's true. That's something, um, I mean, I kind of learned through like doing YouTube, like when I first started YouTube, you know, you kind of like do the fake, th- not fake thing, but like you, you don't, you're not really comfortable like being in front of a camera, you know what I mean? And then you kind of have to get used to that. So like, I did that too, man. yeah, like my early shit is hella cringy. Like I can't, I can't even look at that shit. I'm just like, I'm good. 
I I have that same thing. When I first started doing like interviews and podcasts, like I was trying to be all nice and stuff for the label. But then after a while, I was like, you know what? I don't give a shit. Yeah. I'm going to say whatever I want. And if someone asks me a question, I'm just going to answer honestly, because it's, I don't want to be fake to anyone. Like if you ask me something, I'm going to be, I'm going to be straight up with you. And like, you know, hopefully, you know, that will, that will gain your, your respect more. You know, at least you can be like, Hey, that guy was like, he was honest with me. He was straight up with me. <laughs> yeah. Rather than me sitting here and sugarcoating all my answers. I feel that like, um, well, you obviously know I do these like drunk reactions with my wife through the podcast. And, uh, well, anyway, like, you know, I always try to keep it real and some, I don't know, some people might be like, dude, you give everything like four and five stars, but like, I honestly haven't heard anything bad lately, which is a good thing, but there has been a couple of bad ones and I've like said my two cents and, uh, those people like reach out to me, like people in the band and I'm just like, dude, like, it's just my opinion, you know, like, I'm not trying to be a dick. It's just, I, I'd rather be honest than be like, I like this, like every other fake reactor out here. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I appreciate that more. I have people, like we said, with a guy who on lamb goat, who told me that I like taste of my own dick, that guy, <laughs> that same guy actually messaged me a month afterwards um, and said that he doesn't like the band, but he does like my vocals. I should do solo music. And I'm like, actually sick. I am working on solo music. Oh, no shit. Yeah, for a while, but I'm like, thank you. Like, I appreciate it. I don't get mad at him for not liking the band. I don't, it's just, it's his opinion. He's entitled <laughs> to his opinion. I appreciate him being honest. Yeah, I think, yeah, because like, when, when if you listen to everything good, like, you'll never grow. You know what I mean? Like, if everyone's just patting you on the back all the time, it's like, okay, I, I'm yeah. good. Some some people are just comfortable being a yes, man. I'm I'm not a part of that. Yeah, I feel that. Well, you mentioned the solo thing. So like if, you know, when that drops or whatever, what is it going to be called? I guess. I'm just going to go with my name. Oh, sick. Just, yeah, I'm going oh, my yeah. Name. it's just like a bunch of like pop trappy kind of stuff. It's kind of like the weekend ish stuff. Um, kind of like the weekend chase Atlantic ish kind of stuff. Dude, so, sick. Yeah. Dude, that's going to be awesome. I can't wait to hear that, dude. I like, I love like these solo artists, like, uh, you know, I threw in like nothing, nowhere and Gucci high waters and stuff like that. Like yeah. I, I listen to a lot of that type of stuff, like beyond metalcore because the metalcore kind of gets stale sometimes. Yeah. Everyone in metalcore is like trying to do the same thing. It's kind of like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of cool though. Cause like this year, I, I feel like a lot of people have really shined and um, kind of found their way. Like I really liked uh, like Monster Flames new album. Oh, that record was phenomenal. Oh my god, yeah. That record was so good and I feel like not almost no one really talked about it. I'm like that sucks because that record is actually incredible. It is. Like that was my um that was the podcast pick for album of the year. And then um our number 2 was uh Currents, The Way It Ends. Such a good record too. I know, it's just it's the one you could cry to, man. Like I was like some shit hit me on that like Yeah, that record was fucking incredible too, damn. There's a lot of good stuff, man. Like like it's two of the bands you mentioned earlier, Kingdom of Giants and Loathe. Where like if I had to have a list of just like heavy music that was like my albums of the year, they would be like number one and number two. Dude, hell yeah. Like, I, I think mean, I like theirs. I like the Bring Me the Horizon EP that came out, which I didn't think I was gonna like too much. Yeah. Uh, but I that thing absolutely blew me away. And I was like, holy shit, like this is incredible. What was your favorite song off that, by the way? The Bring Me the Horizon. Um uh, Kingslayer. Kingslayer or uh one by one with the, Sick, the song. Yeah, uh, Never Twins two. are awesome. <laughs> it was definitely those two songs hit, and I'm like, wow, these slap. <laughs> it's funny because my my wife hates King Slayer. <laughs> it's not like that. And then we did the reaction, and um, 
it was funny as fuck because like uh when we started the video i was like yeah it's bring me the horizon with this band called baby metal she was like what the fuck is a baby metal and um dude it just basically just got a fucking shit ton of like hate comments after that well that happens (laughs) (laughs) i didn't know how deep that fucking that whole like fan base is listen listen. there's two things that i've learned in this industry that are 100 percent absolute you cannot talk shit about baby metal or poppy. No. Because they will their fan bases will ruin you. Yeah. That, that's like the two bands. It's like, don't say anything about them negative because they're gonna get you. <laughs> <laughs> uh do you listen to like I'm sure you've seen the punk rock NBA. You watch that? Yeah, yeah, I love I love Finn McKenzie. Yeah, um, he made a video like that and uh he tweeted like we tweeted back and forth for a second but he was talking about the baby metal fan base as well and he was like those fucking comments are cancer that fan base is insane man like i (laughs) i I feel like the only other fan base in the world that's like that is like you know like uh like the k-pop stands and stuff like that oh god yeah those fan bases are absolutely insane if you break into that fan base you're 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 a made man you are a made man (laughs) (laughs) um not throwing shade but do you think that kind of stuff is like uh low-key like gimmicky um some of it is some of it isn't um i started listening to a band the other day uh called viction well not a band but like a this group called viction and i like everything about it like the choreography and everything else how they did it mm-hmm. i think it's just that's just like a different style you know it's not something we're used to it's like this is music on the other side of the world like it's yeah, it yeah. may seem gimmicky to us but i think to them it's more of the norm kind of thing. more like entertainment yeah yeah i feel that and uh another stupid last one i don't know why this popped in my head but what do you think about like um bands that do like metal or not metal bands that do um wrestling intros sorry oh man i so i used to be like a huge wrestling fan um i think it's sick i i would love to do one um i would fucking love to have a wrestler um i think it's sick I don't know about like making a career offer, but I think the bands that do that do do that kind of stuff are absolutely like sick. Like, mm-hmm. dude, you have someone walking out to your theme song like that is <laughs> that's sick. I find that's that to be, like one of like that's that's some top tier shit right there. Yeah, for sure, dude. Do you uh, imagine like you're watching like like WWE and like Triple H comes out to your music and you're like, bro, what? Like, <laughs> yeah. what is life? I know what is it. Um, I mean, I I'm not. I'm not going to lie. I'm a huge wrestling person. Like I still watch um, it every now and then. My wife is even like, you need, like, I'm tired of waking up to fucking watch a Monday night raw. Like you gotta <laughs> fucking stop watching the shit. And I'm like, dude, it's just like a grown ass, like soap opera for men or it's women. A, doesn't it, matter. This is, this is the thing that I told her. I'm like, I I've watched wrestling for years and it's become so embedded in me that even though I don't watch like Monday night raw now, I'll mm-hmm. still get on the computer and I'll watch like ups and downs and stuff for like, raw and things yeah. i still want to know what's going on like it's yeah. just if i miss something i still want to know what's going on because i'm i know i'm still gonna watch like the royal rumble or like wrestlemania so it's like i might as well know what the hell is going on <laughs> there's like no rumble this year i love it dude it's just it's just funny to me and like honestly when you do get into it and you start like watching it like you really don't think about like your regular ass problems no you really don't man you kind of forget about the world i think that that's i think that that's exactly what the world needs now yeah, we need more like escapisms. I don't really like play video games or anything. I just mainly do this. Yeah, I, I literally just do the music. I have video games, but I'm mostly always doing music. I feel that. It's kind of hard. Um, Not 
throwing shade on people that play video games, but for me, it's like kind of counter uh, productive, I guess, because I, I want something to show for my time. I feel that. Yeah. I, I 100% feel that. But anyway, speaking of time, I'm gonna I'm gonna respect your time, and uh, we'll, I'm gonna cut you loose, man. Um, that was my good segue out. But um, I'll stop recording. We can we can chit chat for a second. But um, anyway, dude, that was Joey from Varsity. Go check out their latest release, Cloud City EP, or watch the sick official music video for Massive on YouTube. Thanks again for being on the show. Let me know if there's anything I can do for you guys. Thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, party people, that pretty much does it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if you're listening on Spotify or any podcast platform, you are a fucking real one. I really do appreciate you. Do me all kinds of favors. If you like the video or the podcast, please like, share, subscribe, and all that jazz. If you feel like supporting the podcast, there is a link down below. It's through Anchor. You can donate as much or as little as you want to. And any kind of help that you can do, whether it be sharing or whatever, I fucking appreciate you. You're the best person to ever exist and on today's outro we're gonna play some more varsity and i feel like let's head out with massive because i feel like varsity is gonna be fucking massive and i like what they're doing you should go stream cloud city their latest ep which is fucking driving everybody fucking crazy everyone's talking about it you're gonna be talking about it you're gonna be telling your friends about varsity and how fucking awesome they are i cannot wait to go see them live Word on the street is they have the craziest fucking live shows. They just outdo themselves every time. So if you want something larger than life, you want to see a real fucking rock star fucking do his goddamn thing, put Varsity on your books when shows come back around, okay? Well, anyway, let's head out. Let's listen to Massive. You guys be fucking massive this week. Don't take shit from anybody. Kick your boss in the fucking face. Ask for a raise. You know the deal. Either way, have a good one. Stay positive out there. Be your fucking selves and shine on.
shine on. Shine on. Shine on. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah.